0: Good morning, morning. depending on when you're listening, uh, you have tuned into Pop Sports Shorts. Again, you're going to notice a slight difference in sound, but do not adjust your audio device because we are back again with another little quick Jimmy Jam going through some of the hot topics in sports. Um, I am just Jared from the Smokin' Jays with me, also from the Smokin' Jays, coincidentally, Mr. Johnny G, sir. How are you today?
1: Yo, yo, yo! I'm, uh, I'm okay, I guess. My balls are sore.
0: Well, for more information on that, <laughs> you'll have to tune into the Smoking Jays. <laughs> but speaking of balls, um, the one thing good related to balls, you must be happy about the Mets.
1: Uh, talk- yeah, dude.
0: Let's tap on some. Uh, let's tap on some MLB, sir.
1: So, when does this air?
0: Uh, this will be airing. In less tomorrow. than 48 hours, it'll tomorrow be airing Monday. on
1: Wednesday. So, as of Tuesday, Monday <clears throat> evening, so the day after tomorrow, it's Monday evening, it's 9 11, moment of silence. All right. Um, the Mets have too soon? the Jeez. Mets have the best record in the National League by, um, by, by two games in the, in the win column, I believe. If correct I, if I'm yes not mistaken and it's correct they are in the midst um they're actually almost dead smack in the middle of a, a west coast trip they split two in la which was um i gotta i gotta admit it was a little nerve-wracking because they went and dropped the first two of that series and it did not look very very good i mean they didn't put up many runs now they scored something like 70 freaking runs on the last homestand um in in a matter of a handful of games, but, um, not so much in LA, but they were able to salvage the final two of that series and, um, and in in stylish fashion, nonetheless, uh, in 10 innings yesterday, I believe five, four to final. And, um, they actually had control of the game on Saturday, nine, four, you know, to to take game three, but now they're in San Diego tonight, tomorrow and Wednesday, um, and you know what? I'm, I'm feeling good about it. We'd never really have been that great against San Diego, um, but they're not really hitting right now. Machado's probably the only one. Um, I mean, they got – their are 11 games, 12 games over 500 uh, are the Padres, and that's impressive considering the division they play in. Um, the NLS yeah, is only, just
0: stacked. are only two games out of first place.
1: Yeah, I mean, the West is just stacked. You, you, you know, with, with And San Francisco – um, I'm not looking at the record as of right now. I will be in a moment. 29 and 24. <laughs> I mean, they're there, you know. So the top three teams are, are five and a half games apart. Um, but the Padres are only two behind the Dodgers. So I think that's going to be a good series. But then they go into Anaheim. So a little interleague action, right? And um, they go play the and the Angels, uh, who are 27 and 28 right now and have lost 11 in a row. Like, think about that for a second. 28 minus 11, 17. They were 10 games over 500. And now they're mm. <laughs> one game they lost under. 11 ago. Now they're one game under 500. But it's amazing, you know, um the game of baseball. I mean, the the Mets are almost for the first time in a long time 20 games over. Um they're 37 and 19. So 18 games over 500. Um I can't remember the last time that happened. I'd have to Google it. But it it could be gone in in a matter of a a couple weeks. But what I'm super excited about is they've been able to put on this performance without arguably two of the best pitchers in in baseball, Scherzer and DeGrom. And DeGrom threw a 19-pitch session the other day or yesterday. And, you know, medium velocity, nothing crazy and intense. But that's a good sign. And no signs of um, ailment or, or discomfort. Or whatever. So his timetable is looking like it'll be sooner than Scherzer. But what's awesome is they'll both. I heard he
0: was on the slate for August. Sure, he's already throwing 19 pitch sessions.
1: I I, I mean, look, they got a almost 20 game lead on. I mean, uh, they got their 20 almost 20 games over 500. They got an eight and a half game lead on the Braves. Now, don't sleep on the Braves because last year the Mets had a sizable lead. They, in fact, were in first place for some uh, 82, 81, 82 games. Um, the Braves, at one point in that stretch, were under 500. They came back one division, and we know how that ended, unfortunately. Well,
0: I mean, they ended up winning the World Series, correct? Yes, that's correct. So so
1: they I, can't I, sleep I, on Atlanta. But the Mets, look, they're notorious for winning May and June. Uh, we'll see how we do in, in July. If they can get through July at 500 and get ground back. I mean, they don't need to force ground back. You know, I think you stretch him out, you bring him back in August when it's hot, he's loose, right? And, and you get him pretty much ramped up by the time October rolls around. And the same thing with Schurz, you know, but Scherz started the season off really well. So
0: hold up only just... because you said him and I, I just happened to go to the overall league injury list. And I thought I remembered watching Scherzer pitch. Not that long ago. His rehab won't be delayed after being bitten by one of his dogs on his <laughs> right hand.
1: Yes, a non-issue, non-story, according to Schroeder. But yes, apparently he got bit by one of his dogs. And, um, but it will on not his be. He's right hand. Yes, but, you know, whatever. Two-time, three-time Cyan Award winner. It's fine. Fucking Christ. It'll
0: be fine. Well, why can't um, I find I, his
1: freaking stats? Here he goes. Um, so as of right now, he's listed on a 15-day I.L. Mm-hmm. for the oblique. Um, but, you know, I, look, I think I think Scherzer's back before July. I think they don't need to rush DeGrom back. Uh, and honestly, I think you just – dude, throw them out of the bullpen. Keep the starting rotation what it is and throw Scherzer and DeGrom for, you know, two or three innings – every three, four days. And as the season progresses, just kind of stretch it out or, or, uh, you know, non-popular opinion. How about you leave them there, leave them there. Let them throw four, four or five, you know, three, four innings, every three, four days. I mean, DeGrom will probably never go for something like that because his body is like a temple, but I mean, imagine those two out of the bullpen in, in October.
0: And that's, and that's the thing. I feel like, Like to relate it to the NFL, I feel like a lot of times you get that where a player comes back from whatever the situation was and they were out for weeks upon weeks, be it an injury, be it a suspension. And meanwhile, I mean, KC did it. KC did it where it was running back by committee, but all of a sudden one standout guy comes in and just takes the world by storm and then the guy would come back and, they, nope, let's let's just go ahead and throw him in. Well, now hold up a minute because this guy's been tearing it up. Why are you going to pull him out? So right. if that rotation is working, don't fuck that up. Just let yeah. it
1: ride. I mean, obviously what I'm saying, anybody listening to this, it's a Met fan or anybody that's part of the 4th Wall Pop Network, um, they're going to be like, what the fuck are you talking about? This guy doesn't know baseball. And obviously it's never going to happen. Scherzer and DeGrom are never going to come out of the pen. but imagine if they could, you know, they're they're so conditioned to throw to being starters, obviously, like they're not Seth Lugo. You can't stretch a guy and then bring him back and stretch a guy and bring him back. Um, But at some point in time, I think it's, I don't think it's unfair to say that both of these guys later, later in their career could very well work out of the pen as a long reliever. So look, if you're got, if you got to, a nine-game lead on the division, and you're twenty games over five hundred, and it's this way come August. Why? And your starting rotation is good. Bring these guys back healthy and run them out of the pen. Don't throw too many innings, and 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 save them. And, and if you fall down on on the rotation, then obviously, you know maybe you, you 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 know yeah right. You work them in like a, a sixth man or something come September, but. um I don't know. I'm not even fucking sweating it, dude. Mets are in first place. You know, it's it's something to be excited about, but at the same time, it's June sixth.
0: Well, but at the same time, it's the first time that the Mets and the Yankees have both been in first place with records the way that they are since 2006. I remember seeing that.
1: Yeah, and um, I want to say St. Louis won the world series that year, right? They went on a sweep Detroit in the world series and uh, the Mets had lost game seven. I think this is 2006 on, uh, on the, the controversial strike three by Carlos Beltran. I Hmm. might be talking completely out of turn, but that, that, that year they had the division hands down and they blew it a sizable lead. Um, or is that the year after? Honestly, I don't know. But they were a good team in 06. I I, I do know that. Um, yeah, they
0: they played the NLCS against the St. Louis Cardinals, St. Louis Cardinals. who eventually went on to win. That was league. a
1: crazy sick game, though, because they had Andy Chavez with a crazy catchover in left field, like robbing a home run, right? And, um, and then – they turn around the next inning, you feel like they've got, they've got the momentum and the bases are juiced with Carlos Beltran at the plate and he looks at strike three. I mean, it was a nasty 12-6, you know, but it, it was pretty nasty. But he, they froze him, and that was it. He never lived it down and never will, and, you know, so it – but I, I see Matt's Yankees, honestly, there's no reason to believe that those two teams can't make the World Series if they stay healthy, reasonably healthy. And, and how about the Yankees pitching? Like, I I didn't think their pitching was going to be as good as as it is
0: this year. I'll be honest. I don't, I think there's Yankees fans who did not think that their pitching would be that good. And um, what is their what is their lights out pitcher that I'm completely blanking on right now? Son of a bird. Hold on. Um. Uh, as soon as I hear his friggin' name, him Cortez, <laughs> Nestor Cortez, had like a four pitch inning, like just, just absolute nasty, like no joke. Um, it's funny. The only thing I will say about Nestor Cortez, I guess you could call it only negative thing I'll say about him, um, is I happen to. Turn the, the game on the one time because it was the only thing on. And my wife walks in and goes, What's the deal with pitchers now? Like fat. Like and, and I started thinking <laughs> yeah, about I mean, it. I'm like, the pitchers well, when we were growing up, we had like Randy Johnson,
1: Dennis Eckersley, David Cohn, right. Um, no, yeah, but you Ryan, have your like, you've got your um, share of fatty. I mean Dave, David Wells. He yeah, was, was a big guy. Is that,
0: is that a little... Schilling wasn't,
1: wasn't thin. No,
0: he wasn't. It's true.
1: And then you got, I mean, you're going up forward a little bit, but Bartolo Colon was was uh, <laughs> you know, a little pudgy ball. But, you um, know, I don't see why. I mean, you got to be athletic to be able to get off the mound field the ball and this and that. But, you know, the way I see it. it if you got more weight behind you, if you're stretched out, check this out. So this is courtesy of our buddy, our college buddy, Joey Rusumano Um, I pulled this off of his Instagram the other day. He's a Yankee fan. And, um, but I, I took notice of this and I was blown away. Um, This was as of four days ago. So obviously some things have changed, but the Yankees um, regular season pitching 2.83 earn run average, 36 total wins, uh, 466 strikeouts. The blue Jays have the most saves with 21. But the Yankees back on top with the whip, whip, whip 1.07. Whip. whip and um, batters are batting 214 against the Yankees, they, they hold almost every top stat yeah. that there is in, in the league, which is crazy. And I wish I, I should message him, I wish I knew where he got this from because I want to see the national league side of things, and you know, whatever, anyways. That's a lot of that's a lot of baseball. Um, let's uh, so the NBA is in the NBA finals. Anybody care? Crickets. No. Crickets, crickets. Series tied one one. It is tied one one. Um,
0: wah, wah. Well, yeah.
1: <laughs> um, Those of you who don't know, um, the NBA finals are are going on right now, and it is uh, Golden State Warriors, Warriors against the Boston Celtics. Uh, Celtics with home court. Advantage series tied one one, and uh, game three looks like it'd be Wednesday. So tonight, if you're listening to this, upon Aries, I still don't care. Uh, NHL news. How about the Rangers? I don't like the Rangers, and I've not really either. been paying attention to the NHL. Um, I do though. The Devils got the second overall pick coming that you know this coming draft, but which is nice. But talk about how the Rangers were down and out. In the first series. They push it to seven games. And I believe they took that in overtime. I I do recall hearing about that. Yes. I'm going to go back. Because I'm pretty sure. If I look at the Rangers. So. They. Go back. Go back. Go back. Go back. Against the Pens. Yes. um, They were down so they lost game one won game two they were down three to one okay going into game five they won five three game six they won five three and in overtime game seven uh at home which was pretty cool uh, they won four to three which is surprising because they actually owned pittsburgh throughout the regular season um but i don't know too much about their whole situation but it should have never even gone seven games but not only did it go seven games, they, the Rangers go in advance and they go and face off against the Hurricanes and they lose game one. They lose game two. So now they're back at it, right? In the hole. They win three and four. They, they lose five. They win six fourth to force a game seven and then they, they handle them six two. Now they're in uh, the finals, not the Stanley Cup finals, the conference finals against Tampa... And um, and they are up two to one. So I mean, that's a ride.
0: That's that's a, that's a postseason ride. I feel like that that's the kind of postseason
1: ride that burns you out. So well, here- for sure, if because if they make it on to face either Edmonton or Calgary, okay, which it looks like it's going to be Edmonton because they're up three one series lead, but you never know um never count anybody no, out. i'm wrong i'm sorry i'm not on the right date <laughs> yeah no edmonton and, and colorado my bad so the avalanche are actually um ahead leading that series three nothing and right now as we speak they're in the second eleven thirty-three into the second and they're they're knotted at one so it looks like if the rangers can can take on tampa and and, and win out um Probably go face Colorado in the finals. I don't think anybody's ever come back 3 0 in a conference final game in the NHL, but I could I'm, be wrong.
0: I'm sure there's a stat somewhere, and I'm sure there's some young kid who's paid pretty well to find that stat.
1: I mean, I'm sure fun, I can Google it,
0: but fun little interesting stat. Um, one of those Avalanche wins came on an uh, NHL postseason record. Oh, what's that was a so. With two minutes remaining in Game 1 of the Western Conference Finals, Edmonton Oilers goalie...
1: Blah, 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 blah.
0: Yeah, Miko Koskinen (laughs) sprinted to the team's bench. About a minute and a half later, Gabriel Landeskog sent the puck into that abandoned net. It clinched the win for the Colorado Avalanche, but also added to the unexpected NHL record during the 2022 Stanley Cup playoffs. Through 76 games, there have been 41 empty net goals scored, setting an NHL postseason record. Hmm. So 41 empty net goals from teams pulling the goalie, just trying to get any offense they can. So is it worth pulling the goalie? Because to get that one extra player for extra offense, you're sacrificing the main point of defense and in turn giving up a goal.
1: I think I never... I can't say I never really liked the idea of pulling a goalie um, because I've seen the devils do it and be successful. I think you got to have nothing to lose, right? Right. Like I think it's, you're down by one in a game seven, you pull the goalie, your backs against the wall, right? You're, you're, you're down and out. You are down by two or three, sure. Pull the goalie. But even if you get one now you're putting, you're popping that goalie back in to protect the lead for a period of time until The lines change, or or everybody's on the other side of the ice. I I I, I don't know. Um, I know there's no sport I can really compare it to that would. If you pull
0: the goalie, then yes, you have an extra offensive player, or you know, hockey equivalent of like a fullback in soccer. But then you have somebody who's got to sacrifice themselves, put their body on the line if for whatever reason, right. it switches Constantly. back around and goes back. You just basically have to throw yourself in front of the Oh, puck. and you
1: see it too. You know, they, they lay out for it. Um, no thanks. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not a big fan of, of pulling the goalie. But though at the same time, when my team's down and we could use that extra man, here's what I really like. When it's like a five on four and somebody's in the box, right? With, yeah. with a minute and a half. And, and now you've maybe got a two-man advantage. That is I think a legit reason to go pull the goalie, but I don't know. Again, if your back's against the wall, sure. Why not? What do we got for the NFL? Anything fun?
0: Um, there's actually, uh, there was some news today. Um, so according to sources, of course, it's not totally official yet, um, but defensive tackle Aaron Donald reworked his contract. Oh, with I saw the, that. Uh, Rams.
1: 95 mil for three years. Is that what it was? Or 93 million?
0: Uh, let's see. Um, trying to look to see if it's got the official pretty, number.
1: Pretty sure this dude thought and said something about retiring right after the Super Bowl. He's like, I'm done. I, why do I need to come back?
0: Right. <laughs> Highest yet, paid
1: non-quarterback in the game.
0: And and here he comes. So he definitely earned it last season. Um for sure. Or, but
1: what are you, what, three years now? I mean, this is a guy that thought about walking away now, and they're going to hang on to him for three well, years.
0: Look at Brady. He walked away, and now he's fucking coming back.
1: Um, I just don't, I don't think anybody's worth that kind of money, especially a defensive player. I, I like, any a lineman? Yeah, but he's, I mean, He's but he doesn't have a s- monster, though. He is a monster, but is he that much of a difference maker overall? He,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. He is. That's where is I can say. Taylor?
1: Is he Michael Strahan? I guess so. If they're paying he's a 90 million. <laughs> he's up there. I mean, um, I don't, I'm not. I'm not from the West Coast, and I don't really pay attention to those teams too much. So, forgive um, me. I haven't paid attention to much of the NFL at all since the the Giants um hmm. haven't mm-hmm. done diddly squat and you know what I think I heard too they're not gonna um Jones is basically free to walk after the season they're not gonna uh, extend him that rookie that's not fourth such year a or whatever. That's not really bad news. I gotta be honest. No it's not but, hey uh but then what? But then so let's let's think about this for a second, all right Giants fans You've spent the last five years, four years, rebuilding, mm-hmm. right? Eli goes down or he's out. Um, we go and draft Saquon, okay, um, thinking the next Jesus, sure. Uh. Second coming, no, been a bust. The first year, obviously, he was a stud. And then he's been injury-plagued since. Mm-hmm. And then – um, I can't even tell you off the top of my head who, who else we went and, and got, but they haven't had, a a winning season in half a decade, pretty much. And, um, now you're thinking about now in, in Jones's third or fourth year, whatever it is, not giving in that extra year, which means next year, if the giants don't win something, make it to the playoffs with a winning record, win a division, something. All right. Um, Jones is out and then what? You bring some somebody that's washed up a veteran? You cannot go back to the drawing board and and plot back into the draft because in in a sense you would have to tank this season which would all but seal Correct. Jones's fate. So if you're going to try to make something of Daniel Jones, then you've got to try to win. And if it doesn't work out and you let go of Jones, but you're a 500 ball club you're talking about 15th 16th 18th pick in the draft you're not getting a top-notch quarterback at that point so you got to pick one if you're new york giants you're either going to stick with daniel jones and if it doesn't work you're gonna you have a backup veteran in in mind like and a Fitzpatrick who's retiring
0: he he announced his retirement however i mean you have uh baker mayfield not that I think Baker Mayfield is a great choice, you know what but
1: I don't I feel I'm sorry I interrupted I don't I don't dislike Baker, I love his commercials. I mean I don't mind commercials his commercials are great. The I the personality is great. I don't think dude, Odell Beckham ruined Baker Mayfield. Hands down, that's mm. that's my my opinion, probably unpopular. Yeah. I, okay. I can agree with that. But you had Jarvis Landry in there, and I think Baker and Landry had had some chemistry yeah Odell comes in right who's gonna ruin it yeah you ruined that chemistry look these dudes played at LSU and that's great I'm sure they were buddies but that's a lot of ego and now you got one guy to try and split that not to mention their fucking coach got fired and you know whatever else so they they, they replaced head coaches um I wouldn't mind seeing Baker Mayfield in a giant uniform I, I'd welcome that before I went and tried tanking a season and then try to take some nobody in a draft again but um how about Burroughs? Look at that dude. He's amazing. Uh,
0: yeah, and he he's one of those – I mean, he had a great college career, so I'm not terribly surprised by it. Um, I wish it didn't play out against the Chiefs. but I want a Josh Allen.
1: That's who I want. I want somebody like a Josh Allen. Tall, fucking rock, got a little bit of speed. Jones has got some speed. He just can't hold on to the ball. I think if the dude could, could figure out a way to just – Hold on to the ball,
0: and that's that's he, his biggest. Right. That's his biggest struggle. I don't um, understand
1: that. Yeah. I never played football, off. so 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 forgive me, listeners. Um, but like, isn't that like the first thing you learn how to do when you play football hold as a kid? Just yeah, hold the ball. Like, I don't get it. And the Tiki Barber had the same issue, but then he went on to be like. You know, stud. So, well, I don't know, man. Um, season should be interesting.
0: One other retirement. I mean, Michael Michael
1: a... Michael Vick could come back. And oh, play. Jesus Christ!
0: Please don't. You want to you want to stir up some more controversy for the NFL? That's how you do it.
1: Well, you saw he's playing, right? He's playing some kind of yeah, some, some bullshit league somewhere. What did it take you? Uh,
0: USFL was, did
1: he sign for that uh, or oh the no. XFL? No, it wasn't that. What happened to the XFL? Didn't Dwayne The Rock Johnson take he over the XFL from this man? Now, one of the
0: primary.
1: Yeah, but they never uh, came back. They were supposed to come back. It, they, didn't, they didn't come back.
0: So it, it went away, then came back as like sort of came back? Well, yes. And originally
1: then, it was 20 years ago or whatever, the first installment. Then yes. 2.0 was like three years ago, like before COVID. Mm-hmm. I want to say it was before COVID. And I thought The Rock was going to take it over and, and reinvent it, and then never came back. Dude, all these other spinoff football leagues are are wild. Um,
0: well, they have, they have head coaches lined up now. They have – so you have – a couple of names i recognize here for the uh new york guardians uh kevin gilbride yeah uh worked for the new york giants coincidentally. we got
1: you got you got jeff fisher who's the head coach for i don't know birmingham maybe i can't remember uh let's see but he was um he the tennessee titans head coach for a while
0: yes 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 um. Hold on. Let's get let's get all Michael the. Michael Vick intro. set
1: to play a professional football game this month, as per Sports Illustrated. Um, he'll be returning to Atlanta. He's going to suit up for his fan control debut. Hold on, where is this? May Saturday, May twentieth. This, this is I guess it already happened. I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> Terrell and Johnny Manziel played in the same league. What league is this? Fan-controlled football. That's what it's called. Fan-controlled football. Jesus. FCS. Began last year, consists of eight teams for its second season. The game is played on seven-on-seven style of American football, but played indoors in a 50-yard field. What is, it? What is this? Arena League again? It's like... It's an Arena League comeback? Miniature Arena League. Well, wasn't Arena League 50 yards. Everything was in half.
0: To be honest, it was I'm half as remember. wide, half as
1: long. It was wild. Um, fans are also allowed to call plays in the games, And so what is this fucking real life video game? Pretty much. Why have I never seen this? Can you imagine because
0: because it's can you imagine, be that, in- can
1: you imagine being in the stands in a game in a, at a, at a football game? Being at you're at a Chiefs Giants game, okay. And the fans are picking the calls, playing, picking the play call. What do you do now? Jesus. Video game. I got to see. It. I got to find footage of this. Oh that's terrible. God. But well, what's you're... crazy to me is that this guy was a former number one pick, a stud at his time, all right? Some ill off-the-field decisions derailed his career. But this is what it's come to, 41 years old, Playing in a fan, in league. A fan control league. Playing in a fan league. Twenty-two thousand well, yards over thirteen years. I can't believe he played thirteen years. That's crazy. Yeah. He holds. He still holds the record for most career rushing yards. Rushing yards by a quarterback
0: with sixty-one hundred nine. Which yards. I'm surprised Lamar Jackson hasn't taken that yet. Well, I'm sure,
1: but how? Long, but Lamar's only been in a handful of years. Yeah. True. Thirteen. Well, let's see. Can you Google that real quick? How many rushing yards does Lamar Jackson have? Hey Google, how many rushing yards does Lamar Jackson have?
0: Here's what I've got for Lamar Jackson: a career total of 3,673 rushing yards. Yep, that so is accurate.
1: Ha- how many seasons? Um,
0: he is. He joined the Baltimore Ravens in 2018. So f- what? Four years? Three yeah. years? Three seasons? Four so seasons? So he's gonna
1: he's gonna smash Michael Vick's record.
0: Yeah. He's going to smash it,
1: unless he, unless he gets hurt. But think about all the quarterbacks that came mm. after Vic, before Lamar, that could have, should have, would have, right? Vince RG3. Young, RG3, Vince Young. Vince Young, like, that was sad. Um, well yeah. RG3. Now you got Kyler Murray. Cam. I don't know, man. Cam. That's a good one. That's a great one. The knees, bro. Too big. That's impressive though, sixty one hundred yards. I'm. It was sad watching Vic go go down the way he did. I really would like to see him play like a solid twenty
0: years. Yeah. Make better decisions, bro.
1: Yeah. So yep. Yeah, so that's it for. Um, so we got it was six different um, non NFL football leagues now, and none of them are popular. <laughs> well. But this new one with, is it the USFL with, that's going on right now? Yes, USFL. Right. Yep. I, I actually caught a couple games um, when it first launched a few weeks back, it, and it wasn't not, terrible.
0: It's not terrible. No, it's not. It's not.
1: Thing free. is, it, it, here's what I think: if you're gonna, you, you're you're never gonna duplicate the NFL. It, this is why it's hard <clears throat> to come up with a secondary football league, a, th- a third, really, because you got NFL yeah. and you got college. Okay, you're never going to, like, I'm pretty sure you're just never going to s- surpass college football. And the only way that you can, can really truly compete with the NFL is to duplicate the NFL. But nobody mm-hmm. wants to see a, a, a watered down version of the NFL with washed up non-NFL players. Okay. Um, so, so what's the next best thing? Well, I think you get I kind of like arena football like, like something completely different, you know, different set of rules, different scoring, you know, just make it completely different. I like what the USFL is doing with like the different scoring chances and three point plays and four point plays and whatever else they got going on. Like that's cool, but traditional football players and coaches and fans are going to go for the traditional shit. You got to take the traditional shit off the line, Yeah. you know, for an extra point. I want a 40 yard field goal. I want a 40-yard field goal in a goal post that's maybe half as, you know. Like, make it wild.
0: Make it a challenge.
1: Just totally different, you know.
0: Um, Funny story I did not know. Did you know the New Jersey Generals, which is the
1: New Jersey USFL team? Mm -hmm. Not bad team. First place. Yeah, good good team. Their first game, they got – I mean, they kind of screwed themselves. I watched, that was the first game that I watched and I think they, well, they scored second, but um it was a back and forth. Um, they, you know, look the, the players that they got in this league are not bad players. They're, they're undrafted or they played in other leagues. They're not they're just not NFL players, but they're mostly fresh out of college. You know, I think about how many players there are in college. How many solid, good, 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 solid players never even sniff a draft in the NFL? As many rounds as there are, as many picks. How many picks is it total in the NFL draft? There's what, six, seven, eight rounds?
0: Oh, my God. There's
1: hundreds. Hundreds. The hundreds. But for the hundreds that go in a draft, there's 10,000 collegiate players out there.
0: So in the most recent draft in the 2022 draft, uh it featured 262 selections. I thought it was way more Two, than
1: that. 262. I th- actually thought it was a little bit less. But okay, so 262 players. This is the best of the best. Now we're not we're we're leaving out players that didn't go to the combine, maybe couldn't go to the combine, maybe weren't invited to the combine, were overlooked, were injured their last year. You know what I mean? Like Or and then now like they might have played somewhere else, like independent leagues or Mm -hmm. or whatever to got stay in shape, what have you. Um I don't know, man. I I just I think the USFL I I dig it. It's just the wrong time of year for it. I don't know. There's too much else going on.
0: of course. You've You've got NBA finals,
1: the NHL finals, playoffs, and, and you got the beginning of the baseball season. Not that anybody's watching or paying attention. Um You know, if you're you're a stickball fan, you're probably not a racing fan, but there's a lot of racing going on right now. Like, they got F1, Indy. Like, everything is full swing. You know, adding another sport. And if you got kids, which goes into, like, our Smoking Jays um, Hmm. talk. But if you got kids, now your kids are playing sports. Like, nobody's doing shit in the winter. Unless you're playing ice hockey. You got some indoor ball, indoor things. But um, not to the level of spring sports. No, 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 no. The, you know, soccer, baseball, field hockey, you know, lacrosse, whatever, lacrosse. Um, I just think I think people are too busy in the warmer weather, and if it's not for their kids playing sports, it's because they're fucking around on their well, toys, you know.
0: And that's why, for example, the New Jersey Generals and the Michigan Panthers on Saturday play at 1 p.m. on NBC.
1: I think it's cool they have network TV deals
0: because what the hell else is on at 1 PM on a Saturday,
1: but I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not watching that game. I'm not home. I'm not going to be home. Your, your kids playing baseball. My kids racing cars. My daughter's just getting out of dance class. And if, and if that's not enough little Johnny's got a fucking birthday party to go to because you know, school, um, or, or it's after Memorial Day. The town pools are open. If it's 85 degrees, dude, nobody's home. Nobody's watching so, this game.
0: I'll be honest with you.
1: Friday night, man. Friday um, night lights. Saturday night lights. Even Sunday gonna, morning.
0: I'm going to throw out three letters for you. DVR. And oh. this is this is my logic. So, obviously, May, June. All of your regular seasonal dramas and seasonal shows are ending. Yeah. Summer hiatus, no show, correction, almost no shows are new recurring episodes going into the summer. Right. So what the hell else are you DVRing in the summer? Why not DVR some USFL only on NBC and NBC Networks? I like that because plot. because they have NBC, they have USA Network, um, yeah, NBC and USA. So it's basically NBC Universal got the exclusive deal for the USFL.
1: Well, so what I'll say about that, I I don't know if I'm like most people or couples or families or 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 not, but so I got four kids, right if the kids don't have anything going on right and we actually have some time my fiance and i to sit down uh and spend some time together dude she don't want to watch football or racing or any of the sports that have dvr Hmm. and and i don't have the time to watch it like if saturday or sunday or whatever day we're not racing with the kid that's my time where i could sit down right and more often than not there's some shows that we watch together that you know that that's just how that gets taken. If I can't sit down at the time that I have like, like racing, for instance, I work from home. So like I record all the races. I have YouTube TV um, because I don't have the pleasure of having Xfinity on my way, but, um, but I have YouTube TV and I record all my sports team shows, games, races, cause it's unlimited DVR. So during the day I'll just put a race on. It might take me till fucking Thursday to finish a weekend's worth of racing. But that's how I have to do it. I can't sit down for three hours and watch a game or watch a race. But what's cool now, and I don't know if Xfinity has it. Like YouTube, they have, like, catch up with hot key plays. So I'll just hit the key plays. Like, if I miss the game, it's, like, 830, and I want to catch the last two innings, but it looks like it was a good game. I'll hit the key plays, and it'll take me through whatever they deem, like, the highlights to get you caught up to live so you don't have to go through all the other bullshit, which is pretty cool. I think they do that. For most sporting events on YouTube TV, um, which is a huge time saver, especially this time of year. Like I don't have the time. If it's September, October, you're damn straight I'm sitting down watching every game.
0: Playoff books. Then I feel like then I feel like it's
1: just too much. Can't keep anyway. up with all of it. I don't know the format for this pop sports uh show. I don't know. Are we going off the rails here?
0: A little bit, but that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. Um This was
1: supposed to be a 10
0: minute clip. Yeah. Oh, well, I did want to make note that, uh, Mr. Romeo Cornell, after 50 years as a coach, 39 in the NFL, Romeo Cornell has officially announced his retirement. Um, Romeo Mm -hmm. Cornell who, uh, spent time with the Cleveland Browns, Houston Texans and the Kansas city chiefs. Um, thank you for your 50 years,
1: uh, Wait, Excellent coach 50 years in a league as a 50. coach? Just as a coach 50. or coach and player.
0: No, 50, 50 years as a coach.
1: Dude, he's coached 10 years more than I've been alive. Just as a coach. Uh, he,
0: is, he is 74. So he started That's his crazy. coaching career at 24 years old.
1: Who uh, is it that coaches were oh. coached into their 80s?
0: Uh God, I feel like there, uh, I feel like Dick Vermeil was one.
1: I think it was Vermeil Um hold like, could you What's imagine? It? Like, bro, <clears throat> go fishing, <laughs> go on a cruise, live your life. I mean, it's the love of the game, I guess. Let's anyway. see. um
0: yeah, I mean that's that's gonna bump the uh the average
1: age back because yeah, you know who um so sean mcveigh right he's our, he's our age he's 39 38 39 or something. jesus something like that this motherfucker's gonna be coaching the rest of our lives think about that as for as long as we're watching football we're gonna be watching this guy coach jesus you wild.
0: what are we doing with our lives
1: i don't know but i started thinking about my age recently so, like, think about this, right? So, Kyle Busch, I'm just going to use him as an example, in NASCAR, has been in the sport for, for almost 20 years, basically. He's 38 years old, I think. Wow. Um, so, he's already been in this sport, maybe 37. I don't know, whatever. It's close to 20 years. Let's Just, just use that as an example, because that's really not even an important part of what I'm trying to say. Kyle Busch has a kid who's, who's Johnny's age. They, in fact, he runs quarter midgets in Johnny's class and we're trying to get to an event that's like crossed with a NASCAR event. And I think it's going to happen when we go to Darlington where, mm-hmm. uh, cause it's, we are going to race the national on NASCAR weekend and I'm almost positive Brexton Bush is going to be there in, in that field. So, um, that's going to be a cool event, but so I'm sitting here thinking like, wow, it's going to be really cool when Brexton Bush gets to NASCAR and they just had a, a girl, And Lennox, she's going to drive for sure. hundred percent. Like you can't be a Bush and not drive. Okay. So I started thinking about this the other day, like imagine Lennox Bush, right? Grows up and she becomes some superstar NASCAR driver. Let's just say she's the first ever women's NASCAR champion, dude, we're going to be in our sixties by the time that shit happens. Jesus Christ. Think about that. You're, you, you've spent the last 20 years watching Kyle Bush race. You're going to spend the next 20 years waiting for the second coming of Kyle Bush. And so you will be, be right around 60 years old when she makes her NASCAR debut. And if she races as long as Kyle did, 20 years, you'll be 80 motherfucking years old when this, when this girl is pushing 40 in a stock car. You watch that two generations of racing span over, however many years, you'd be eighty. That like that, if you, don't, that's gonna make your life go like so much quicker. Because I think about it, like if Dale Dale Earnhardt Jr. he's he's got kids, you know he's got girls. And I don't think I don't know if there are any of them are gonna race, but I won't be. I don't know if I'll be allowed to see it. That's wild. I think I just had like a midlife moment. I, I'm not a hundred. This show has sure. nothing about nothing to do with sports. Uh,
0: I think we might ruined have strayed it. a little bit. We might. We ruined it. But I could be wrong. It's okay. Sorry it's okay. ruin the audience. <laughs> well, this is just yeah. Well, on that note, um, we're going to wrap it up here. We're going to package this one up. Um, Appreciate you stopping by and checking out the latest episode of Pop Sports Shorts right here on the 4th World Pop Network um check us out um, at Pop Sports Shorts uh, check out the network at 4th World Pop on the various social media platforms um drop, a, drop us a message stop on by and uh Maybe give us uh, give us your thoughts on anything we talked about, anything you'd like to hear us talk about. Uh, please support the network, support the show. Uh, become a supporter. We are working on some exclusive supporter content from the Zoom. So, uh, until then, he is Johnny G, and I am just Jared, trying not to further ruin anything on um, Sports Shorts related. But that's quite a break. Right. Um, we will so catch no you next time. Turn, and la pasta. Never, yeah. well, I see these bridges, burning,
1: turning, never learning to be myself. i are a star behind extra. Call me the
0: peace.